In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now you may know, though frankly if you do know this, you've been paying way too much attention, I would submit, that this coming Tuesday is my fifth anniversary as being appointed pastor of the parish of St. Cecilia. It also so happens that this coming May will be my 15th anniversary of ordination to the Holy Priesthood. And you might say to yourself, that's all very nice, Father. What has that to do with us? Well, in the first place, I like chocolate cake. Just bear that in mind when anniversaries arrive. Secondly, and more importantly, I have had a little practice and been very sort of providentially fortunate that sort of major events have happened on the fives. I went to the seminary in 2000. I was ordained a priest in 2005. I was assigned to this parish and became pastor in 2015 and so on and so forth. And I started to practice when I went in the seminary that every five years I do a good like, you know, clean sweep and figure things out. So in the first place, if you happen to come by my office in the coming weeks and you find all the contents of my desk emptied out, it's just five years I have to clean everything out, all right? But more importantly, it created an inspiration within myself because I arrived at this parish in my 10th year of priesthood and now moving forward as that beginning was very clearly about building this building. That is why I was assigned here. In fact, I think I can tell this story now that Bishop Morlino is passed on. My original intention was to be here for one month and get every nickel I could for the new church and then off to other things. Well, it worked out differently. Here we are. And so I had an inspiration from the Lord one day in adoration, time to really discern appropriately the next stage. And the next stage of our parochial life must not be, I mean, must moving forward from institutional maintenance. We have built a new church and done a good thing. We have made a number of capital repairs to the parish center and so forth. We have a fairly stable institutional structure. And so now the next step is going out and having a clear evangelical focus, making sure that every member here is a missionary disciple who understands it is his or her joy to invite people into friendship with Jesus Christ. As we were making plans with that, talking with members of the staff, talking with the pastoral council, talking with my spiritual director, started to make plans to do that. When, lo and behold, the Bishop of Madison, Donald Hying, had an idea. And whenever bishops have idea, priests have to pay attention. And so on February the 6th, which is only about two weeks away, Bishop Hying has called all the priests of the diocese to meet with him in that day and discuss a major and coordinated evangelical push throughout the diocese of Madison. And because it is my duty as a priest to find unity with my bishop, I felt it was important to sort of uh, not halt, but pause and wait and see which initiatives the bishop would like to begin so that I'm not doing things or we're not doing things that are either one-offs from all the parishes around us, nor doing things that might be in contradiction to what the bishop desires. So in that spirit, we come to this particular Sunday where you hear these strange names of regions, Zebulun and Naphtali. And if you paid attention, the Lord Jesus... The God, John the Baptist has been executed. He has gone into the desert for 40 days, 
to purify his human nature for his divine mission, and he comes forth preaching the gospel message to repent and repair for the kingdom of heaven. And to do so, he goes to Capernaum by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. Why? Zebulun and Naphtali, in that first reading, who were abandoned by God, when the Lord God brought the people of Israel into the land that became Israel and validated the covenant with Moses to keep fidelity, when they broke faith and gave in to pagan worship and into vice, God scourged them and forfeited the covenant and Zebulun and Naphtali are the first parts of Israel that are conquered by the Babylonians. Really, before the Babylonians or even the Babylonians, it was the Syrian Empire at that time. They are the first ones that are conquered. All the people of Israel are exiled. And that once land populated by the people of Israel, sacred gift by God, is awash in paganism and slavery and vice. So that many centuries later, when the Roman Empire has conquered Palestine and Israel, Christ goes to that place, Galilee of the Gentiles, where divine faith has wavered, where much evil has been done. He arises, purifies himself, and goes there. And from there, he goes and calls people by name. Simon, Andrew, James, John, follow me. The invitation, you will hear my doctrine and you will see my death and resurrection and then you will be fishers of men. You will be missionary disciples. Anyone who walks out of the gathering can look up high and see the painted scroll with the strange Latin words. The last two words are sequatur me, which it means, as you know, follow after me. Not me, I have a nice beard. Jesus has a divine and human beard. I strive to preach salvation. Jesus Christ is salvation. And so the endeavor. Now to get practical, because I feel I must in righteousness hear what the bishop has to say and be in union with him. And if he really desires, as I believe he does, to have missionary disciples who invite others into friendship with Jesus Christ, that they become missionary disciples, I would ask you over the next two weeks, because by that time I'll have had the meeting with the bishop, write down in prayerful consideration 12 names of people you know who need to have a friendship with Jesus Christ. 12 names of people you know who need friendship with Jesus Christ. They might be churchgoers who just put their butts in the seat but don't have any living relationship and are not able to be missionary disciples. They might have been people who once went to church but no longer do. They might be people who have never gone to church a day in their life. They might be family members. They might be co-workers. They might be teammates. They might be classmates. They might be that person who just out of habit and schedule you get coffee with at the mobile mart every single you know weekday and know way more about them than you ever thought you would whatever it is prayerfully consider that now don't worry we're not gonna you know don't post it on Facebook 
We're not going to make it public. Yes, I will tell you what we're going to do, but when we're going to do that, in this moment, let us be an imitation of Christ. Let's, as it were, not be afraid to go to the dark place, to the Zebulun and Naphtali, and start from there so that we can come to the place where they are moved to worship in spirit and truth the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ that gives them the grace to be missionary disciples who have great joy in all the capacities of their life to invite people into friendship with our Savior, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.